Um, but this is my last year of school and I completed three internships or I guess co-ops with Dow Chemical. Um, and the last time we talked, I was in my first rotation, so I finished three. And then um, this summer, I um, I lived on a farm, and so <laughs> that was also very interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, you can't just skip over that. What, <laughs> why did we go to a farm? Was it just like... Okay, so it's a very interesting story. Um, my boyfriend, who's also... a interesting person he went to go live in russia for about russia and ukraine for about a period of six months and he came back like knowing the language pretty well to the point that when we went over to ukraine people can't tell that he's not ukrainian um which is kind of cool he doesn't really have an accent or anything like that and we have been just talking, I guess, about the future and what we want to do. And I thought that one of the, like, maybe my future business adventures would, would be to run an Airbnb. And that would be really cool because I can host people and I also, I love cooking so I can cook for people. Um, and we can have yoga classes, you know, and have a, like a community garden. I thought it'd be super fun. Um, and this summer we, we're planning to start like a little business and he um like we were planning to like start a painting business Hmm. where we paint like the apartments and college station where i go to school um right before the students come in um and i went to one of my past yoga friends frank briscoe um who actually one of his ancestors was the head colonel of um, the Battle of San Jacinto. And when San, Sam Houston became the president of Texas, he gave Frank Briscoe's ancestor a part of Harris County. And I think he was a district attorney, attorney of Harris County, which was kind of cool. And so um, I went to this part, like this farm party and I was telling him about how my boyfriend and I were starting a painting business over the summer and he looked around at his old historic house and he was like how about this place and I was like sure and I got really excited you know um because that property has been in his family for maybe two centuries now and um he is this year he's renovating it up so it can become an Airbnb in the future. Um, and so this summer, my boyfriend and I, we got to live there for a period of three to four months. Um, and we we're like, I learned a lot about renovating the house and learned how to like drywall and wow. yeah, paint, which I had no clue about any of that stuff before, right? Um, what else? Oh, I also learned how to garden. Oh. Garden? Yeah, I learned how to garden. Um, so there's a farmer on the property and he's growing a bunch of herbs right now. And so I, we had, he planted the little seedlings and they grow up to this tiny and then you transfer it over to a bigger pot. Um, so I've been doing that. And then one of the Fridays, uh, and by the way, I'm in Texas, so it's like 95 degrees outside and 90% humidity. Um, I spent at least six hours just digging holes and putting these herbs into the garden. Um, it was pretty brutal, to be honest. <laughs> mm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, needless to yeah. say, I don't know if that's what I want to do for my future, but it was a good experience. Did you, was it like isolation kind of thing or was it just... Uh... So it's in Richmond, Texas, and it's on the outskirts of Houston. Um, I wouldn't say it was in isolation, but because there's a gravel dirt road to the actual farmhouse, it feels like it's pretty isolated. Oh, and the farmhouse, we have no AC. Um, What? (laughs) Yeah, there's no AC. Wait, when did you go there? When was like the time period? Did you survive? End of May till a few weeks ago. What? How did you survive the heat? Like, was there fans? What What did you all do to stay Honest, cool? Honestly, just got used to it. Um, <laughs> adapted, so, okay. Yeah, adapting. I mean, it was pretty brutal. Very hard for me. Um, what else was I going to tell you? There's no AC. Oh, yeah, there are bugs everywhere. Um, I go to sleep every night, and I get at least one or two mosquito bites, which is... Uh-huh. Which is kind of annoying, right, at the time. And then, um, uh, yeah, oh, we turned the cold, I mean, the hot water off because we didn't even need it because we just took cold showers all the time and it felt great. Um, and we were trying to conserve what little gas we had left. Um, yeah, I felt very rural, that's for sure. Um, what was okay. kind of, huh? What was, like, the kind of like the best thing you took out of it was it just like wow people were tough back then i don't know that's what i think of because like no for sure people were very tough back then and it's um it's like eye opening to see how hard like laborers work to be honest you know because i love being in school and i like using Mm -hmm. uh, my mind and honestly Honestly, that's why I like engineering because it's both, right? You get to be out in the field as well as uh, analyze your data or use what you learned in school and apply it outside in the field. So it's a good in-between, but this was just all like hard laborers work and it really makes you like see how much a dollar is actually worth, if that makes sense. Where did, y'all, where did y'all get your food? Was it like... Did, was oh, there, there was a grocery, grocery store. store. Okay. Yeah, there's a grocery store. All right, because every time I think of a farm or... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always get confused between farm and ranch. I think a ranch has to have animals and a farm. Yeah. Well, see, I, I guess we didn't have... Well, he calls it a farm, but I wouldn't even... Cons- I guess it used to be an old farm where there are, you know, horses and goats and whatnot, but there aren't any animals right now. There were um, some wild hogs. And by the way, the hog population is just crazy. Insane, you, insane in Texas. Um, I don't know if you know anything about that, but you're allowed to just kill wild hogs just because their population, just to maintain it, I think you have to kill more than a million hogs a year. What? That's crazy. Yeah, just to maintain the population. Mm. And we were planning on, I guess, like that'd be really cool, right? If we actually shot a hog and then didn't have to go grocery shopping because we have herbs in the garden um, <laughs> and yeah. meat to eat. That would have been cool. But we decided not to do that because in the summer, apparently, they eat really nasty things. Uh-huh. And they're, they have a lot of worms in their intestines. Ugh. Yeah, I'm so gross. Um, 
and they were like we had Asian pears on the farm and then we also had figs on the farm so there were a period of two weeks while I was gardening I would just go out into the fig garden and just eat a few figs off the trees um, mm. and some pears that's pretty interesting that's pretty cool that was, uh, yeah it was pretty cool did you ever pet the hogs or go up to them or was it just like stay back no, so I never saw any of the hogs, but we saw a sign of the hogs. Oh. So you would just see them digging. Like there would be patches of dirt everywhere where they you can tell that they've been there. Mm. You you were how long were you doing this? Four months, you said. We're like yeah, three to four months, maybe even closer to three months. I would say. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, I was. Definitely crazy because I'm not really, um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm definitely not used to things like that, you know? Uh, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Like, I, I would do that for a week, but months? Like. But what, was, what was really cool is we got a project in San Ignacio, which mm -hmm. is on the border of Texas and um, Mexico. So we were right there on the Rio Grande, and this was before the Richmond Project. And the guy, my friend, he also owns this house. Um, and we got to like, repaint that house and kind of drywall that house. And like, projects like this are really cool because you can see the results when you're done, right? I guess with a lot of projects. But things like that, it's actually physical. Like you can actually see the tangible differences and you compare the pictures and it's really amazing um, what you can do with just some paint, drywalling, and cleaning. Mm -hmm. What is it like going from the farm back to like civilization? It's awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love being back in school. I'm so happy, I'm just like, oh, I have, I have time to myself again. I guess I felt like on the farm because um, I was just doing such physical work that I didn't want to do anything else after. I didn't feel very motivated. Um, and also, 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 my boyfriend and I, we were also fasting a lot. So um, we didn't feel like 100% at all, you know? Um, yeah, so we were fasting and then working and then dealing with the heat all at the same time, which I think I thought was very, pretty tough mentally mm. and physically. Yeah, yeah. Especially. And emotionally, for everything. sure. Everything. <laughs> like, what was, what did you do the first moment you came to civilization? Like, because. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know what? Um, I'm pretty organized where I have a planner of things that I want to complete every day. And in the farm, I didn't really stick with my plans as much as I usually do. So the first thing I did was just reorganize myself, set my, like, what I need to do every day, you know, to make myself happy okay. um, and healthy. I feel like those two go hand in hand. Uh, so I think that's the first thing I did, just reorganize my life um, around school and around the things that I like to do and what I want to make time for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What is, what is, what is this plan? Like, do you like set goals for yourself? Like for this year? Or, like, how's this work? Um, uh, I do more short-term goals. So every week I, I plan to read a few times a week, um, draw at least one picture 
I might have my drawing notebook. I can show you some of my pictures. All right, sh show us. Show us all. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> all right, so let's see. This is a drawing. I don't have that many pictures, but I'll show you some. I always love, let's see. Okay. All right. I'm gonna have to describe this for everybody that's listening audio. I have to describe okay. this for you. Let's see. So, that was my first picture. It's just okay. a boot. Uh, yeah, we see a little boot here. Um, yeah. It's kind of a, looks like a military boot. Um, it's really nice. It's just very shaded. Yeah. Gosh. yeah. Uh, and then here are some vocab words that I just happened to stumble upon while I was reading. Oh, wow. Yeah, this notebook's really nice. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Uh, this is okay. Yeah, I don't know how to. Sh this is a person. Yeah. This is great. I'll, I'll put I'll put some of these pictures on the link so everyone okay. can see them. I always forget. Um, yeah, my girlfriend and I, uh, one of my like really good chemical engineering friends, we had a few weeks where we did like a workout and then art club, <laughs> art together, and so we draw together. Mm. Um, this is really cute, like cute old men. Oh god. I didn't know you were an artist. Like th these are the things I'm missing. <laughs> I'm not. I just like to draw. No, that's art to me. Like if you can draw like anything besides stick figures and like balloon people cuz I I can draw balloon people pretty good. It's like pre pretty long. This is like Oh wow. My own self self study, I guess. That's interesting. I don't know, you do so many things, like, that's really what's cool. What? What? I think this is the most amazing one. Yeah, this is most recent. Um, yeah, and I kind of, so I usually do people, but um, uh -huh. I've been kind of, so my boyfriend, he's from Maine, and uh, we went up to Maine, and it's so beautiful in Maine because it's quiet, there aren't a lot of people, and... I feel, uh, I guess, more connected to nature. I don't know, this sounds weird, but, and kind of hippie, but it's true, I really do. And I just, I was kind of inspired to, like, draw more animals, but I don't really know the anatomy of animals, and I don't see them that often, so it's, it's difficult for me to imagine it and then put it on paper. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the hardest thing for me is like when you look at something mm -hmm. and or if you don't know what something looks like, you just have to make it up in your head. Yeah. And so I always find that interesting. Why did you start drawing? Was it just... Um... Um, so I remember the first picture I drew it was when I was very young um, was of my house and things in my backyard. And uh, I'm Vietnamese, so I grew up in a like very traditional Vietnamese household. And my grandparents are actually, uh, kind of, my grandma is a huge hoarder. I, don't, I feel like a lot of grandmas are hoarders. And so we had a lot of things in our backyard. And it was just so fun for me um, to just take a piece of paper and sketch everything out and then see how it, I guess, um, matched with what was going on in the environment. So I just kept drawing things around the house and realized I, was, I wasn't bad at it. So I just kept doing it, you know? Well, oh, that's that's great. I don't know. I I don't know. I got my dreams crushed when I was a kid. So 
Why? I had an art teacher that didn't like my my um my drawings or didn't like my drawings and mm-hmm. also just didn't I don't know, just very mean. I don't know really? why Yeah, yeah, so crushed my dreams in like three seconds. Mm. Said this is bad. That's yeah. Do it this way. Don't do it that way. Draw like this. Don't draw like that. So it was always like that. So I just stopped drawing. Uh, I mean, I can animate. I guess mm-hmm. that's that's a new skill. That's cool. What have you been animating? Like video kind of stuff. Like like uh, stories. Um, like say you had a story about when you were a kid and this happened and blah, blah, blah. I've been doing mostly that. But it's. I think that... I'm just moving the people. I'm not doing the illustration, so I always think people get those confused. Like, you're an animator. Yeah, I don't draw. <laughs> I just move things around so they look cool. Like it's like you know, when you when someone's jumping, you think that's simple, mm-hmm. but but drawing someone jumping and making it look like it jumps. You know, when you do those little things that you and it looks like they're moving, that's animating it. So that's crazy. That's pretty cool though because um. Yeah, move, I feel like movements will be very difficult to animate, but I guess you get get it after a while, huh? Yeah, yeah. Also, it just, I don't know, I find it so interesting of, like, you can make something look like, in a weird angle, make it look like something else is happening, and also, it's just fun. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. So how, how were those three semesters of, like... Co-oping? Yeah. Um, so my first semester and second semester were awesome because I was in a plant and um, I got to learn a lot about like heat exchangers, flow meters, um, level transmitters, uh, reactors, and just how the plant runs in general. And I think the most important thing is connecting with the people around you. And I know uh, it's very cliche. Um, but really, if you are a person who, like, who's, I guess, personable, you get help from other people so you don't have to do everything by yourself, which is awesome. And um, you learn so much from all the people in your team for um, the projects that you're doing. So, example, I had, for example, I had, um, I guess, a project with a tank overfill protection and what we're doing is that we're trying to set in alarms in the DCS which is the controller system for um, the entire unit of our plant and basically these tanks um, in the winter time the level transmitters they tend to freeze and what happens when they freeze is that they're not giving correct readings and instead of adding another level transmitter, which would be more expensive, we decided to take all of the inlet flow rates and the outlet flow rates, do a mass balance on them, and then we created this code, implemented it into the DCS system, and then we compare this to the level transmitter and um, see if the numbers matched or not. So it was interesting because I got a little bit of coding experience, chemical engineering experience, and then like I learned how to work with other people um, in the entire unit. We got operators together, all the technical advisors together, the um, 
the entry-level engineers together. So it was a fun project for me. And now I'm taking a class actually on process control. So I get to know the math behind like the actuator, mm -hmm. which is the valve that um, allows a certain flow in and a certain flow out, the controller, the entire system, um, the sensor, like in level transmitter. So it's neat. Wow. You know what I think is kind of like, how do you feel about this being your last year? What is like, are you kind of sad? Are you like, oh, this is great. I'm excited. You know, how, how do you feel? I, uh, I love school, so it's kind of bittersweet. I know this semester is going to be particularly brutal for me. I, um, taking, I'm not taking a lot of hours, but all my classes are really work intensive. Uh, and already it's the first week of school and I feel like I don't have time for anything, you know. Um, but, but I think, like, I really want to expand myself and my hobbies realm, I guess, and I'm ready to do that. Um, and also, I got a full-time offer from my company, so I'm pretty excited for that. I start next year. Oh, congrats. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's, I think that's interesting. I think that, you know, the last year, I don't know, for me, it was like, man, this is, you know, it's exciting. This is scary. What is going on? I think yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, you got this. Like, what do you see yourself in like five years? I just kind of like want to know. Um, well, one of my crazy dreams was to join the circus. And I really haven't been stretching as much as I usually do. I used to uh -huh. like... Last year, I stretched every single day, and it wasn't even a question. But I guess since working on the farm, um, I haven't been taking care of myself as well. And so in the next five years, I would like to... Join the circus. Let's yeah. do it. Like, maybe join the circus. <laughs> like a... um, I don't know. It sounds like fun. Yeah. Really getting better at all of my hobbies. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe start a family, like mm -hmm. have kids, but I don't. I don't know. It's just all up in the horizon. I don't know where I see myself in five years. Oh, that's interesting. I, I mean, what are your hobbies, anyways? Like, is it just random stuff? Like, do you just like picking up skills, or like, how's that? How do your hobbies work? So, so I like drawing, and uh, I like literature, and I like. Uh, yoga and acro yoga so i really like to become a better yoga teacher um and i'm always trying to improve you know but it would be helpful if i took like an anatomy class or something like that so i can actually understand the body and how it works and how everything is integrated um so more in that that aspect uh i guess just learn more about the world Mm -hmm. To be honest, instead of just being so focused in on school, if that makes sense. What about traveling? You do you want to travel more? Um, I I honestly have traveled to me at least quite a bit in the last few years. So um, I did go to Italy, uh -huh. and I went to Maine twice. And uh, I guess the summer after I talked to you, I worked in West Virginia, which is super cool. We can talk about that. And then I got to go to Michigan and Virginia itself. And then where else did I go? I think that's it. And then I, I drove there, right? So then I had to drive back. So we went over a few borders. Wow, that's cool. That's a lot of traveling. 
Yeah, I think so too. So I'm just like, I'm, I like having my own apartment here and finally feeling like I'm settled down. That's really, I don't know. That's, that's I don't know. You've come so far in like a year. I feel, I feel like that's, in, that's insane. Like you went from there. Like I just remember us talking about yoga. I don't remember any of the conversation. I just remember yoga. And- <laughs> yeah, that was the most important thing, right? <laughs> Yeah, because I was on, I was on the yoga kick or something. I don't remember yeah, what were, it was. Yeah, you were on the yoga kick. <laughs> and then, then all of a sudden, I was like, I don't know. A few weeks after that, I was like, eh, I like yoga, but I only do it once a week, or <laughs> like do it five minutes before I, you know, in the morning or something. So mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. And uh, how was it going to West Virginia? Was that like? Um, I. Okay, so I'm not being racist. I'm just being frank. The first day when I went to work, I couldn't tell the difference between all of my coworkers because everyone was white. And I'm really good at remembering names. Like I make it a point to try mm. to try to remember your name, but it just took me a while to remember everyone's name because they, I guess they they don't look similar to me now. You know, I see their faces and they're obvious. There are obvious differences, but but because like I'm used to such a diverse environment, it was difficult for me to differentiate their features. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's really. I don't know. It's really hard to. I don't know. Like for Asian people, I I get confused all the time. Exactly. So I I felt the same um, the first time I got there, and it was funny because I guess they're not really used to. Mm. Um, people who are not white, right? And so I went into the unit and they took me out for lunch my first day. And I was was just talking and how I was from Texas and Houston. And, uh, you know, we were just getting to know each other. And in the car, um, my bosses, they're both named Sam. Sam goes, you don't really have an accent. And I go naively, a Texan accent? Well, yeah, I lived in the city. And then they were just like, oh, that too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They expected me to have an Asian accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, that's interesting. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. For Asian people, I can't, like, I think everyone's Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese, but there's like a, a thousand countries in between those that. Uh, I don't know if there are a thousand, but there are quite a few. There's countries. quite a few, a hundred. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's go. I exaggerated there, okay? Well, okay. So the Koreans the and the. Japanese and I and some of the Chinese they're paler right Uh and uh, the I feel like they have squintier eyes and then the uh, Thai Cambodian Laos Filipinos and Vietnamese um, I guess we call those I don't know I've heard this term used colloquially the jungle Asians where we're tanner Um, Uh a lot of us know how to dance a little bit more we're less civilized right as you can tell by the state of our countries um yeah i think the same thing with like vehement was it the filipinos mm-hmm. like i always think they're chinese and i'm like oh i feel bad that i kind of just put that person Assume in that box that. yeah because yeah. i don't i don't know because it's it's so hard to tell so i don't like oh Vietnamese something like that, mm-hmm. um, it's really hard to tell. And they they speak something that I I think it's called Tagalog. Yeah, Tagalog. 
I don't know. It's, that's how it's spelled. I don't know how you pronounce it. And it's like, it's, it's not, I don't know. I feel like it's like some type of Spanish mixed with like, like it's such a weird language. Like when I hear Vietnamese, I know that's Vietnamese. When I hear certain languages, I know it's certain language. Like they just have kind of this accent. It's not even the accent. It's more of how like they speak. You know, Spanish is really fast if if they speak it well, and G- German just sounds like or German and Russian sound yeah. really tough, and French just sounds like oh, like you're saying really nice things to me, but you could be saying something terrible, and I'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Um, yep. Do you know Vietnamese or wait? wait I do. I, I do know Vietnamese. Oh. Yeah, my mom put us all in Vietnamese school when we were younger. So every Sunday for three hours, we um, we learned how to read, write, and then a little bit of Vietnamese history. And what's kind of cool is that in I guess one of the folk tales of Vietnam of how Vietnam started is that the the fairy queen and then the dragon king from the sea fell in love and they had maybe a hundred or two hundred children anyway they had um, copious amounts of children and then half of them were taken by the fairy queen to live in Vietnam and then half of them were taken by the dragon king to live in the sea and that's the story of Vietnam what? yeah that's kind of cool huh? I love folk, folk, not even, was it folklore or like legends like and nerds? I guess a traditional story that, I don't know, like a folk tale, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I always get confused with that. Like, what's the difference between myth, legends, and. Yeah, maybe even a. Le- yeah, maybe, ooh, maybe that would be a better word, a legend. It's a legend, because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's. Maybe, I don't know, it's something crazy like that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've always got, I always got interested. Did you ever get interested in like the, uh, 